0: Welcome to the Eat Like a Mother podcast, where we take complicated topics surrounding hormones and metabolism and make them simple and applicable to your daily life as a woman. I'm your host, Castie Welfell. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered to start taking radical responsibility for your health and lean into this body God created for you. Are you ready to eat like a mother? I don't know about y'all, but I am ready to ruffle some feathers today. I'm feeling a little salty. And so today we're gonna be talking about a topic that I think will probably make you a little uncomfortable, but I'm gonna ask you to come at this with open hands and just be willing to learn and receive what I have to offer you. And that has to do with the topic of a prenatal. And before I go any further, I want to disclaim this is not medical advice. I am not here to take the place of your physician, of your medical practitioner. I'm merely offering you a different perspective to look at nutrition prior to conception, look at nutrition during pregnancy, and give you that toolbox to go and research on your own and do with it as you will. So let's dive in. A few months ago, I was chatting with a friend. She and her husband were eager to start a family. They wanted nothing else but to start having babies now, but her cycle is irregular and typically would knock her out for a week each month. We're talking about ways that she could improve her cycle, and one of the things I mentioned was, of course, starting to take a beef liver supplement. I explained to her the benefits of beef liver, how it's nature's fertility food, how it's rich in the vitamins and minerals your body needs for a healthy thyroid function, and thus healthy cycles and fertility. I mentioned how it was high in folate, the bioavailable form of vitamin B9, a necessary vitamin for pregnancy, and her response was, Okay, that's interesting. We have a good friend who's in his last year of med school right now. He was insistent I start taking a prenatal with folic acid. He said that that was essential. I was shocked, honestly. Folic acid is synthetic and is the synthetic form of B9, essentially unabsorbable by humans. I explained to her the difference between folic acid and folate and about how most of the population has the MTHFR gene mutation, meaning it's absolutely essential that they get methylated folate, especially when trying to conceive. She of course started taking beef liver and felt amazing but the incredible benefits of beef liver is not the point of today's topic i want to talk a little bit more about the idea behind her soon to be doctor friends sentiment a sentiment that i think is commonly spoken to women in general and that's this one size fits all idea around prenatal nutrition I'm sure you can relate especially if you've ever been pregnant or if you're on a journey of trying to conceive you've probably been told the same thing i was your nutrition looks fine just get a quality prenatal but this does a severe disservice to the complexities and intricacies of what it takes to grow and sustain a human life And this is one major reason I'm not an advocate for prenatal vitamins. Even the quote unquote cleanest of brands don't cover all of your nutritional bases and give you a false sense of security around your preconception and prenatal nourishment. We are all different and have different deficiencies and needs, and when you are consuming a vitamin that is likely synthetic and contains ingredients it shouldn't, like vitamin D, iron, or folic acid, or it contains ingredients in ratios it shouldn't, like a great example of this is the calcium to magnesium ratio in most prenatals. It's just way too high. So if you're consuming this vitamin with these issues that pose these potential issues, you're going to have issues. I don't know about you, but I had no idea about how much my nourishment and my husband's nourishment would affect my fertility. When we first started trying to conceive, I was what I thought was the pinnacle of health. I was an athlete. I was a buck 30 soaking wet. I had a six pack and was just overall thin. Everyone around me said I was healthy, but the prescription acne wash, anaphylactic allergy to milk and five Advils a day on my period said otherwise. It wasn't until I lost my first baby that my eyes opened to just how important my nourishment was, not only to my fertility, but to the health of my future children. You probably also didn't know how much your nourishment affects 99% of your pregnancy and postpartum outcomes. This may be a really hard subject or topic for you to wrap your head around if you're in the trenches of infertility. I know that when we were trying to conceive after loss, the last thing on my mind was the actual pregnancy and postpartum part. All I cared about was that double line. I wasn't concerned with how my postpartum would go at all. If you're in the trenches, I want you to know I'm holding space for you. My heart is breaking for your mama heart, and I want you to have what your heart desires most. And... I think it's important to take a pause and try to see the forest through the trees. The foundation you're laying with nourishment now not only impacts your ability to get and stay pregnant, but directly relates to your postpartum healing period and outcomes. We know that when our bodies perceive stress, all non-essential life functions slow down. If your body is chronically stressed and undernourishment is a major cause of stress to women, your ability to conceive is either slowed or completely shut off. I don't want you to be shocked when you hear this, but I want you to know that this is a good thing. This is your body protecting you. She's concerned with keeping you alive. And if you have this information, then the next logical step is that in order to restore your body back to its innate fertility, you have to bring it out of that chronic stress response. Simply put, you have to nourish your body well. Now, while I will always take a food-first approach to fertility nutrition, there are cases where I know that supplementing is going to be essential. Unfortunately, even with the most nutrient-dense diet and a pro-metabolic lifestyle, the truth of the matter is our world is not what it was even a 100 years ago. Our soil is completely depleted, and the nutritional makeup of foods today is not what it once was. An example I often give to people is an apple today is not the same as an apple your grandparents ate. The nutritional profile has been completely changed in the last century, which means we are going to have to supplement in some capacity at some point. In regards to fertility and prenatal nutrition, your baby needs more than you are probably aware. You should be covering the basis of eating enough calories, eating enough protein, balancing your blood sugar, etc first but there are also some places that you're going to need to supplement and I want to share some of the top supplements that I recommend in place of a prenatal and again note this is not medical advice it's not meant to take that place but this is just what I recommend to my clients what I've experienced myself personally and I'll go into why I recommend each of these as I go through them. So first is beef liver, obviously. A quick look at its micronutrient profile. It's an excellent source of vitamin A, so retinol, vitamin D, vitamin K2, vitamin E, vitamin C, vitamin B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, folate, and B12, choline, (laughs) (laughs) beta-tine. Oh my gosh, I cannot pronounce it. Beta-ine. That's, you know, if you're... A science person and you actually know how to read uh, you can correct me later but anyways it's a great source of that as well as iron magnesium potassium sodium zinc copper manganese and selenium it's one of the richest sources of vitamin a and copper which copper is considered to be a fertility mineral farmers If their plants or animals are not reproducing, we'll add copper to the soil to improve fertility in their crops and herds. Copper is essential to virility. This is why beef liver is probably my top recommendation in prenatal and fertility nutrition. It contains the keys to life. Plus, it has the capacity to replace just about every supplement. Which leads me to my next recommendation, and that is multigreens. One of the primary ingredients in multigreens is bee pollen. Bee pollen is a food source naturally high in copper. Copper not only improves reproduction, but is required to move iron from the cells into the bloodstream. Multigreens also contains alfalfa as well as other green substances, which of course are naturally high in vitamin K, which y'all know we need for blood clotting abilities we also need it for the building of bone and tissue and things like that so this supplement has all of these great things and is combined with essential oils to increase the efficacy and potency of the ingredients so this is one of my personal favorites another top recommendation especially if you're already pretty sure you're getting enough copper in your diet is cod liver oil. This is another source that's high in naturally occurring retinol. Retinol is extremely important in the movement of iron and copper in the body. Whereas iron requires copper to be moved from the cells into the bloodstream, copper requires retinol to be moved into the cells. If you haven't started to pick up a trend yet, copper is essential. However, vitamins and minerals should never be taken in isolation. Nutrients and their synergistic counterparts occur together in nature. It's important to go for whole food supplements when you are choosing a supplement so that you don't get poor quantities of nutrients or miss out on efficacy. Another favorite whole food supplement of mine is Ningxia Red. This is the highest known protection against the dangerous superoxide free radicals, as documented in the SORAC test conducted by Brunswick Laboratories. It is rich in allergic acid, polyphenols, flavonoids, vitamins, and minerals. In addition, it has 18 amino acids, 21 trace minerals, beta carotene, and vitamins. B1, B2, P6, and E. It is also one of the highest sources of potassium on the planet. Potassium is the mineral that makes your cells sensitive to thyroid hormone. And if you are familiar with any of my prior work, active thyroid hormone is essential for progesterone production. Progesterone is your pregnancy hormone. See how things are starting to work together? And then the last few supplements recommendations that I have are magnesium bicarbonate and trace mineral drops. During times of stress, the first mineral to be depleted is magnesium. Magnesium is one mineral that is extremely hard to get enough of through just the consumption of whole food. Because again, our soil these days is incredibly depleted of it. Major body stressors can be physical, emotional, and even spiritual. Remember you don't have to feel mentally stressed in order for your body to actually be stressed. Your body views all stress as the same. Even something like exercise is considered a stress on the body. So magnesium is essential to supplement to help mitigate some of that stress and build your resiliency to stress. We're not about cutting out all stressors from our life. We want to build our body's resiliency to the natural stressors that life brings. So super important. (laughs) It also has an inverse relationship with potassium. So getting enough magnesium, again, is essential to thyroid function and thus fertility. And then the trace mineral drops I recommend are actually mineral essence from Young Living. You can also get the trace mineral brands. That's a great brand. I've got it off of Amazon. I prefer the mineral essence just because it has more of a hint of cinnamon and it's not as bitter as maybe the trace mineral drops off of amazon either one are great options but making sure that you're adding minerals every time you drink water or to whatever you're drinking it's going to be really helpful to get extra minerals into your diet daily to improve hormonal function and support overall health and wellness again These supplements are not going to take the place of real food. You have to be laying the foundation of real food. These are just the major supplements that I recommend to most people. Again, you know, pay attention to your biomarkers, pay attention to your pulse. You can tell if something is working for you based on your temperature and pulse if you're curious. So if you try the things and you want to know how your body is responding look at your temperature, look at your pulse. You know, I, I want to get out of this black and white mentality of health and wellness, because what works for me might not work for you. What may be pro metabolic for me might not be pro metabolic for you at this time. So watch your temperature, watch your pulse, look at how your biomarkers are responding to these things so that you can get a better picture of how your body is utilizing the nourishment that you are getting. And then lastly, a couple of other things that I incorporate to my daily routine are things like collagen and gelatin products. Again, you can get this you know through your food by consuming gelatinous cuts of meat or bone broth or things like that. Um, I supplement especially preparing for pregnancy as well just because, You know, I don't always have time to make bone broth, Um, even though bone broth would be superior. um, I keep those on hand. Other things like red raspberry leaf tea. I utilize essential oils to help support my hormonal function as well, like progestins plus, endoflex. Um, Other things that I use to help support my prenatal preconception nutrition are things like adrenal cocktails, raw carrot salads, and... Just all around diet of whole food, nose to tail nutrition and primal eats. I always, I can't say this enough, but I always recommend a food first approach. You should be getting the majority of what you need from food and then when you have to supplement, it needs to be specific to you and your needs. Trash the prenatal. Nutrition is not one size fits all. If you found this podcast helpful or encouraging, would you mind leaving us a rating or review? I love hearing from you, so be sure to shout us out on Instagram and tag me at Cassidy.Wellfell, and we'll be sure to shout you right back out. Let's get this message to as many women as possible. Until next time, friend.